Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Come with me on a journey into the mind, into the misunderstood and mysterious world of neurodiversity, into a place of daring discovery and desperate darkness, but also Come with me if you dare Into the universe Hello! Hello, dear friends. Happy New Year to you. Welcome back to Into the Neuroverse Season 2. <gasps> we never thought we'd get here. I mean, I didn't. I sort of assumed I'd probably get... I didn't even know there was going to be a Season 2, but here we are. Into the Neuroverse is where I, Colin Holt, investigate my neurodiversity and possibly yours. I mean, I, I mean, it's up to you if, if it's yours or not. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who you are, but keep listening, please. Um, I am... ADHD. I have ADHD. I still, do you know what? With the ADHD, I still can't quite be bothered to find out whether I say I am ADHD or I know I don't really mind or I is, I is ADHD. I've probably said that joke before, but also, um, I'm self-diagnosed autistic. I think I still feel eggy saying that, but I'm pretty sure I'm autistic and I'm on the way to finding out if I am. The more I talk about it, the more I sound autistic. <laughs> I've realized I go very like that. Um, but this is a fun little show where I chat about these things. I have a think about uh, an area of my life where neurodiversity and not being neurodiverse, as in the outer world being not neurodiverse, clash and it causes a problem or stress or whatever, or a wonderful thing, a superpower and all that stuff. And I think about ways I've helped myself, ways other people have told me they've helped themselves. And that's that. That sounds great, doesn't it? I'd listen to this. So what I'm going to do with this new series, it has got a new edge. I've got my friend Jamie with me. Hello, Jamie. Hello. Hello, Jamie. Oh, lovely, lovely. Mr. Tumnus himself. Jamie's here. Uh, he's like, if you want if you want to picture what Jamie looks like, just imagine a sort of man with goat legs and a wonderful scarf um, and a very fierce beard, but very small, small but fierce beard, just a spike, really. Anyway, and he's here to sort of, well, I mean, it sounds horribly arrogant, doesn't it, Jamie? But basically what this podcast is going to be going forwards is me doing my chitter-chatter which I record separately, where I, I do my little wonderful observations. And it's, it's all a bit sort of stream of consciousness. It, it, it's like a beat poet or something, isn't it, Jamie? It's like Jacques Kerouac, but sort of talking about neurodiversity in Nottingham. Is it? Yes. Yes, yes. no, I think that's an accurate description. That's a very accurate description. Um, and then me and Jamie will chat about it. The arrogance of that, that basically I record some shit and then I then someone interviews me about the thing I've just said. <laughs> I love, I adore the arrogance. It's not Well, I could just rip I could rip it apart. So. Oh, you could tear it to pieces. Um, yes, Who the absolutely. hell do you think you are? <laughs> Who the hell do you think you are, you weird little autistic man? 
We're going to get you. We're going to get you for this. Oh, God. What if Jamie becomes like the voice of the mob? So anyway, he's not. I'm wearing my Spartan medal right now. I did a Spartan last year. That was probably one of my biggest achievements, which is a big race where you go on monkey bars and all that with big muscly men shouting at each other. Actually, a lot of them were quite like me and and nerdy. But um, I did it. I finished it. I didn't do everything. If you don't do a thing, you have to do like 20 burpees or something. And then I got through to the end and felt powerful. And now I am a Spartan, Jamie. And I can yes. lift very heavy things. And it was, in all seriousness, wonderful for me. Because the thing I always come back to with this, the thing that I find myself investigating the most with this podcast is the fact that I feel, I think because of the neurodiversity, I grew up just thinking I was incapable of doing things <laughs> or that I would always get everything wrong. So it's great when I do a thing <laughs> that, you know, in quotes, real people can do. Um, anyway, that's a whole thing to open up there, isn't it? And that's not what this episode's about. Jamie, first, Mr. Tumnus, Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. Yes, okay. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a good one. I've, I've decided. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be exciting. Do you have any little resolutions? I, I, I think to be more positive this year, uh, I can be a negative Nelly. Uh, oh, negative so Nelly. just looking on the brighter side of things and uh, moving forwards. And then next year, absolutely hate everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because you tried and it didn't work out. Yeah, absolutely. They say better to have loved and lost or tried and failed, but they're wrong. (laughs) Better to not try. I remember a guy, um, we're going off tack here, but I remember a guy who told me about his parent and they got punched once and just never went out again. (gasps) That's sad, isn't it? So you it is. I mean, these bad things happen. It's just a fact, isn't it? But you can't. Yeah. You've got to keep going. I uh, do you know what I've been doing constantly, and I started doing it towards the end of last year. First half of last year, I absolutely hated. Second half of year, last year, I I loved. And but what I was been doing, and my my daughter really hates me doing it. She keeps going, just stop. I keep singing, keep on the sunny side of life, quite loudly. Keep on the sunny side, always on the sunny side, and it just brings me up. And I think it's you know. You can just keep that little voice going in your head. Why not? Yeah, it's a terrible earworm. I think I've had always look always look on the bright side of life is a, is a thing that once it gets in your head, I feel I find myself whistling all day and absolutely annoying everyone around me. I think when you get to the end of life, and I did lose a good friend recently, and uh, God, I'm, I make this very heavy very quickly. In fact, I'd like to dedicate this episode to him, lovely Rich Dufty, who was a great guy, and we had his they had his memorial. And we went along and just the sheer level of joy for this man, do you know what I mean? And love and the fact that he just, so when he was, when he was in, in, um, hospital, I sent him a voicemail, um, and he sent me one back. You would never know this man was, you know, about to face the end. He said, hey, mm. Cole, how you doing, mate? Yeah, I'll have to listen to your podcast, he said. <laughs> you know, I just like complete, and I'm not, you know, you can get depressed, you can get upset. This is not so you've got to walk around being happy all the time. But I just, you know, and then, you know, in 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 contrast to that, I spoke to someone who, was, who wasn't dying, but who was just, you know, complaining about the most nothing stuff where you're like, well, just don't do it then kind of stuff. 
I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying, you know. It's different for everyone, isn't it? But it's um, it was a real moment. You know, I keep thinking of him when I start getting down or annoyed or just a bit grumpy about stuff. And I just think, I'll fucking be like Rich, you know. He couldn't whisper. That was what they kept saying in the thing. He literally said, I don't know how to whisper. Because <laughs> every he just shouted. He just talked really loud all the time. Like you could hear him down the street. He just literally couldn't whisper. <laughs> what a what a powerhouse of a man. Anyway, that threw us a curveball, didn't it? <laughs> well, you can hear the love just in what you said there. Um, oh, man. It, it's... Does, it does work us towards the subject of, of your... Uh, Yes, it does. It does. So what we're going to do now, you're now going to hear the um, Jamie's also here to help me keep things succinct, by the way, which is not one of my skills, as we all know. Um, So what you're now going to hear is my thoughts. Typical ADHD. The thoughts were meant to be about my uh, new word for the year, which is conviction. I want to have self-conviction, self-belief. But instead, I ended up talking about something completely different, which was gratitude. Um, so have a listen to that. And to remind you, please, please, if you can, support the show, become a Patreon. Um, the the link's here and it's at the end. Uh, the link's on the page and it's at the end. Uh, yes, please do become a Patreon and support our work if you can. There's not a lot on there at the minute, but we, me and Jamie are going to work out ways to put some fun things on there for you to chat about um, and extra bits and bobs and fun little snippets and snoppets, if that is a word, and um, hopefully build a little community. And in fact, if you are on there, please do tell me if you want to, um, if you have any thoughts of things you'd like us to do for Patreon. And one basic thing is just to mention you and tell you uh, and say thank you. So thanks to Nick M., who at oh at 2 10 a.m on november the 9th that's quite early i think he might not live in england though i think he might be in america anyway he put hi colin just a quick note to say how much i enjoy into the neuroverse oh how much i adore into the neuroverse much better and how helpful i find your thoughts they are very helpful thoughts i've been trying to compose a message that gets across exactly how helpful it is and why but if i keep on that i'll probably never send anything i know that feeling i really do so for now just thank you and the smiley face emoji that we all know and love p.s i have reviewed on itunes will spread word to my family who i think could do with some insight into the concept of neurodiversity to help us understand each other thank you nick that's lovely he's a patreon and as nick said you can rate and review rate and review i don't know we need to learn the terminology jamie basically go on itunes or wherever you do it spotify wherever you listen and just write a lovely review if you can and give us five stars please any less just probably don't bother and that would be lovely it really generates more people coming to the show and then i can do more and bigger and badder and more dangerous no more helpful okay here are my thoughts also i think we should jamie flagged we should probably just say we are not psychiatrists, therapists, or anything like that. We don't know what we're talking about. We're just chatting about it as it happens to us kind of thing. <laughs> so enjoy my thoughts on gratitude. Hello, old friends. It's Colin here in New Year 2024. Well, it's been a minute, hasn't it? Hasn't it been a minute? Oh, it's been a minute. It's been more than a minute. Have I said this before? I love that phrase, it's been a minute. What a wonderful phrase that is. The other phrase it's like, I'm sure I've said this before, like a sadness has come upon me. 
Oh, isn't that lovely? A sadness has come upon me. Not I am sad, because you're not sad, bless you, you're not. You're many things, you're not just sad. You are you, but a sadness has come upon you. I feel like I'm channeling the spirit of Sir Patrick Stewart. He's not even dead. Very good, very good, very new year. Ugh. Horrible feeling, isn't it? I was in the uh, I was in the post office yesterday, picking up a parcel that never arrived. Two Nerf guns, if you must know. Ugh. God, that's the sheer the sheer vanity of Christmas when it gets to the point when you're picking up some Nerf guns over a week after Christmas. Just don't bother. Why? Well, we don't. Clearly, we didn't need them. They brought a smile to to my um, my auntie and uncle's faces. But we got them in the end. Anyway, I was in this post office and I saw some sort of, you know, the last wrappings, if you will, along with, with a few Christmassy, you know, crappy bags you get. And you go, oh, God, I've got one of those bags. Now I have to do something with the bag. I don't want to just throw it away and recycle it. Is it a present? Is the bag a present? No. No. It's just more money spent. But anyway, I saw all those bags, and I suddenly felt immensely sad, because in my hand, head and my hand, I started singing, It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Which is lovely, isn't it? But it wasn't. It was beginning to look like Christmas came, and it was just average, as always. Oh, no, it was great. I had a great time. I hope you did too. But it was, it was sort of, you know, it's the aftermath, isn't it? I think that's the thing, especially it's not great for us neurodiversi, is it, Christmas? Ugh, it's too much. You know, I think especially if you've got ADHD, because it feels like this massive thing that's coming. This massive beast, exciting beast, a sleigh, a sleigh beast covered in tinsel and, and bits and bobs, sparkly bits, and you're going to ride it. You're going to ride that beast. And then you ride it for a bit and you're like, all oh, right. That's that's that then. Can't you know what I mean? But anyway, that was two and a half minutes of time. Don't come at me. So that's just, you know, hello. Hello, welcome back. So what I'd like to talk about today is every year for two years, I have a tradition which I I think I sadly got off Harry and Meghan, but I might I feel like they did it after me, so if anything they got it off me. You know, they got a lot of... Well, fuck. They got a lot of stuff off me, to be honest. That fuck was just I knocked something over. I keep knocking things over at the minute. I think I'm losing my mind. So, anyway, what I do is this... Oh, fuck. With this tradition... <laughs> hang on. The tradition is I try to think of a word, a new word. As always, by the way, I'm not sort of editing this and that. I'm just going straight into it. And warts and all. Broken fucking things and all um because as always i've ended up with zero time to do this new new pod new year new series gonna get it right this time gotta get it right this time do you remember that that was um what was that oh it was our fuida's ain't pet because we're past the point of no return wonderful wonderful show i, I if you're ever feeling shit or stressed or whatever, I urge you to just put on, go to any charity shop and get the entire box set of Alf Weider's Ain't Pet, including season two, not the latest series, obviously, but those first two series, especially series two, actually, with the wonderful Bill Patterson as the ferocious Ali McGregor. Syria, there's a, some serious character, he really is. Anyway, so... 
yeah, we're going to get it right this time. We're not. We're breaking everything. I've left it to the last minute. My wife said you've got 10 minutes to record a thing, which which is, you know, well, let's be honest, 20 minutes long. So it's not physically or or vocally possible. But I hope you're having fun so far. I've already done the bit with Jamie, and I love that. But this is just sheer stress for everyone. So come on, let's crack on. So I have this tradition where I think of a new word for this year, right? A word I can try and feel throughout the year, move towards, attain. It's like a, a, you know, the holy grail I'm trying to reach this year, but also a companion I'm trying to keep with a power word. Let's call it a power word. And, um, you know, I've got tons of resolutions. It's very tempting with ADHD to have tons of revolutions, resolutions, but it's awful, you know, at least a disaster. I tried to make a simple list. I sat down, I said, come on now, Colin, make this list very simple. And I I won't lie, this sounds like an exaggeration, it's not. I've written nearly 100 resolutions, so I I stopped doing that. Uh, A simple word, so just think of a simple word, if you want to try and do something this year different, simple word, you can work towards... And just keep that word with you. Carry it with you. Because, you know, you'll forget everything else. Sometimes I forget my name. But you'll remember this one word that's with you. Okay? And you can keep this word with you as you're navigating life. It's wonderful. So, last year's word was strength. Fuck me, I needed it. Strength. I really needed it last year. And I got it. You should see the guns on this guy. I'm talking about my arm. Only the left one. No, they're both. They're both massive. Last year's, the year before last, so last year's was, 2023 was courage, 2022, no, 2023 was strength, 2022 was courage, courage, dare to do a thing, dare, and I dared and I did it, I did it, I did my show and it worked, problem is life gets in the way, doesn't it, tough things happened, so I needed strength, you know, I had the courage to go for it, but you got the courage to get you over the hill, but then you got to keep, there's a bigger hill, (laughs) <laughs> so you've got to keep going and that strength you see so anyway anyway my point is i had these words and i built up that strength physically and and mentally i genuinely thought i'm reading off my script that i wrote genuinely thought it said anally and that's not me trying to be rude or crude but i do think i have built up strength anally in some ways there's you know i'm still getting the odd bit of spotting we it don't worry i'm pretty sure it's just a a hemorrhoid come on move on but seriously you should see my guns they are gigantic they really are and i I urge you if you come to any of my upcoming shows of which i have a few please do feel free to feel my guns at any point during the show don't please don't that would be awful anyway it wasn't easy but i did it now next up is a very hard one conviction i want to have a sense of conviction of belief self-belief I can do this. No more imposter stuff. I can do this. Now, a few words, which leads me into thinking that a few words remain totally alien to me, right? I don't know if you have this. Conviction is one of them. Another one is gratitude. So that's what I thought I'd talk about today. I meant to talk about conviction. I end up writing about gratitude. Blah, blah, blah. I never in my life have experienced gratitude. Literally. Do you have this? I literally didn't know how it felt. I didn't know how the feeling of gratitude felt. I I had to try, okay? It took me a long time. 
It was only recently I think I managed it. I, I had to really make myself understand it, to understand the concept. I, un I did understand the concept, sorry, but I didn't understand how it felt. Not because I grew up in a household where I was spoiled, although compared to my, my elder brothers, I, I definitely was. And my mum would definitely disagree with that, you know. Uh, oh, we gave him all them Star Wars figures. Oh, them Star Wars figures, and he still wanted more. And we got him that Yoda one. And that, yeah, oh, it's the same price, wasn't it? It's the same price as the others, but it's half the size. It don't make any sense. It's not right. She's never forgiven me for that one. Never forgiven me for asking for a half the size figure for the same price as the full size figure. On that note, the figure buying has never ended. If you're a fan of the X-Men, as I know you are, they now make the figures that we wanted when we were kids. And I won't lie, I went into the January sales hoping to get a cool suit, hoping to get some sort of awesome outfit. And I came away with simply a Pokemon calendar for my son, to be fair, but also a Dark Phoenix figure for me, which was £3.98. <sighs> Wonderful. Anyway... So, but I, I grew up in a place that was pretty awash with superstition and, and fear, terror, really, you know, terror of the outside world. I, I think this may come from everyone having undiagnosed neurodiversity, definitely mental health issues, which is why it does bother me now when people are so dismissive of it. You know, there's a lot of backlash already to people having these diagnoses. No concept of the immense generational struggle that that can bring about, you know, or they can bring about from dismissing a whole mind like that as just not right or lazy or stubborn mm, we don't like that do we anyway stay on topic cole so it, it's hard to be grateful when i think you have no autonomy maybe when you believe your lot in life is created by outer exterior forces beyond your control does that make sense and i i think a lot of people have this not just neurodiverse people but if you've grown up neurodiverse not really understanding the world and then that's what the world is sort of saying to you that is i think what you can believe so I mean, to some degree, obviously, our lives are dominated by exterior forces, the weather, disaster, economy. And I'm talking about darker, sinister, conspiratorial forces. This pops up a lot in the podcast, if you've been, listen been listening already. That may go back to trauma, but have congealed into a sort of imaginary shadow across everything, uh, which is then passed on to you and then passed on to the next person, passed on to the next person, if you can't stop it, where you, you don't really have boundaries or privacy or autonomy as I felt we didn't, you know, it becomes almost impossible to understand gratitude. This is my theory. This is why I feel I never felt gratitude, because things are just happening to you. If things are just happening to you, you can't take stock and go, no, I'm attempting to do this thing. I can do this thing because I have this and this. I have these people. I have the ground. I have the air, my mind, my body. I feel gratitude for these things. But you can't have that without a sense of personal autonomy. And if you grow up with sort of mad ideas and inexplicable reasons and complete insecurity as to what reaction you might get, unpredictable, unpredictable attachment, I think it's very hard to feel gratitude. That's my theory, anyway, on why I felt I couldn't feel gratitude. Uh, and do you know the Beck song? Everyone's out to get you, motherfucker. Do you know this song? That's what I felt like my... my sort of lessons that i learned were that everyone's out to get you motherfucker and i think it's it's probably i think it is i, I think it's neurodiverse thing i think for some reason that just got stuck the, we all just got stuck on that groove 
And so it's hard to feel gratitude because everything is like, nothing is yours or nothing is meant with truth or with, or given. That makes sense. I'm sort of riffing a bit on this now because nothing is, if everything's out to get you, then nothing matters. Oh God, it's got a bit heavy, didn't it? So before you feel gratitude, you see, before you're able to feel gratitude, I think you have to unpick the idea the world is actively out to get you. I, I mean, I might be the only person who has this. Does anyone else have this? I know a few people have have written in or emailed in or, or whatever to me. No one has written to me, thank God. But, you know, to tell me that they've felt these sort of things. But otherwise, good or bad, everything just happens to you and you have no moment just to reflect. It's like... It's like, you know, we grew up with the constant need for more stuff. You've got to have more stuff. Every year my family just gives me loads of stuff and it's all like really cheap and essentially unusable and there's loads of it. So it has no sort of, it's hard to feel grateful for it. Does that mean, I know now I sound ungrateful, but like, oh my God, they just hand you bags of these things that like cost like a pound from the pound shop but they, they don't break straight away but there's enough of them where you could just buy one thing this is really hard for a lot of people to understand and i've never understood it until recently never got my head around how to do this you could buy one thing for the same amount as all those other things you don't have to have loads of stuff and having loads of stuff doesn't equal gratitude see what i mean it just becomes crap and you with the environment and plastic and everything going to shit, we need less crap. It's hard to explain that. And it makes it makes it sound like I'm being ungrateful. I know it does. It makes it sound like I'm being... Uh, expecting more. I'm not expecting more. I'm not expecting anything. I don't want anything. You don't have to bombard me with all this stuff. I guess that's the other reason why gratitude didn't really exist, because if you just bombard her with stuff that's bought because it's cheap whether anyone wants it or not then it has no meaning maybe i don't know <sighs> so don't worry about being grateful about stuff it's not about stuff be grateful for the ones you love the air or even the ones you like even the ones who even the ones you dislike do you know what i've gone on this gratitude journey i've been on so far i'm quite enjoying being grateful for people i don't like <laughs> Not people like Vladimir Putin, I'd happily wish him dead, but like people who are just really wind me up or just annoy me or they're just like really... And I'm like, oh, I'm grateful you're in the world because you're just another part of the world, you know. I try to say to my, my kids when they struggle with someone who's difficult, I'm like, this is great. This is a different kind of person to me to learn from. And to learn how to get around or to deal with or to even make friends with. What a challenge. What an exciting challenge. I must be the most annoying fucking dad in the world. Anyway, be grateful for the ones you love, like, hate, for just other humans. The air, the sun. Holding on to something that's real, you know, a table, a chair. Anything that's anything you can hold in your hand that's really existing. The sheer chance that you ever existed, that humans existed at all, you know, sorry, nature, that we did exist, because we are a virus, let's not lie about it. I never felt that at all until I was at, at least in, well into my mid-30s. But once you train yourself to, and you let it in, guys, gang, 
my loves, folk. It is a rush like no other. It really is. Ah, oh, it shoots up all the way through you, like the sun flying through your body. It's the most beautiful feeling. So I'd recommend just just thinking, do I feel grateful? Do What do I feel grateful for? And 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 letting yourself feel it, letting yourself find it, not beating yourself up about it. It's not, it's not the thing of going, oh, but I got you all them things and you're not grateful. It's not about that. It's about going, oh, thank you for this experience, world, and the people who have been with me and helped me, you know. So that's gratitude, which I, I didn't actually mean to talk about. So we'll talk about conviction next time. Anyway, that's today today's piece. I hope you enjoyed it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Okay, so I'm back again with Jamie. Thank you for listening to that if you listen. Jamie, we were talking about gratitude there, weren't we, old friend? We were. Um, Yeah, so I was going to say, I think think one of the things that occurred to me immediately with that, and uh, I mentioned it to you earlier on, um, was that after, at some point, you you talked about therapy uh, and how valuable you found it. Um, Just before Christmas, I I actually had my first session with a therapist, and gratitude was something that was covered very highly because um, it's a very interesting. It was a very interesting tool that they offered me that was basically about getting to the end of the day and thinking about what you're, what you were grateful for that day. Right? Um, Is it writing down really, three things? Was it? That? It wasn't specifically that. Any? No. Right. Uh, uh, no specific number, just think basically the exercise is thinking about it. I mean, it might help you to write it down or keep a journal of it, look yeah. back. Um, but there was a whole bunch of research that says, you know, these sort of exercises really help because they lower blood pressure and they strengthen your immune system and they release a lot of the toxic emotions that take up most of our day. Oh, that's um, wonderful. Otherwise. And it's um, true, is it? You can really feel immediately you've written them down and it's harder it's harder to then fixate on the thing that bothered you or mm. you felt so and so is doing better than me or whatever and uh, the suggestion was to do it at the end of the day as well so that would help you sleep very good. and to help you kind of finish the day on a on a positive note um, yeah i was watching a comedian really who talked about that and he said quite quickly he just got onto like he was just pissed off about everything again <laughs> so obviously it didn't work for him but yeah. uh I like to start the day off angry, but but end it end it kind of less angry, as as, as little angry as possible. Just working out uh-huh. all this during the day. How many times have you done it? Um, well, I'm struggling with it a little bit. I'll be honest, because mm-hmm. I am a very sort of 
practical, cynical person uh, right. who doesn't believe in such things and, you know, yoga and all of that. Uh, That's funny, anything, though, because you are uh, not crazy. Your main that. thing is you are a theatre director. Would you say is that mm. your main thing? Yeah, well, it's not yeah. so much your bread and butter, is it? Or is it? Uh, is is it anyone's? <laughs> it's it's but, very uh, much jam, at least. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a bit of jam, a lovely bit of jam. A, it's a condiment of some sort. Um, but a theatre director, I guess you'd think, and you know, you helped on on my shows, or one of them at least. You might have helped on the past. I've forgotten. <laughs> Do you know what? I've with forgotten the, too. There was, with there was the no forgetting one. thing, I genuinely, uh, oh my god, this was unbelievable. I realized my i said we i was out with my family and i said my son oh my son's initials are hazar and my wife and daughter went no they're not <laughs> i went are they not and then I'm I, trying said, to work on it. I said i mean i won't say it's full day because you know but i said oh because his middle name he's got two middle names not that we're posh but he's got uh and one of them is anthony <laughs> and they went no it's not <laughs> it's benjamin <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jesus. And not only that, but Benjamin is the name of another friend of mine who died. I've been very unlucky, you know, that's why I keep on the sunny side of life. But um, he, um, yeah. And in my head, I was like, no, that was Anthony. Jesus. I mean, this sounds like early dementia, doesn't it? This is beyond ADHD, surely. This is worrying. Let's stick to the ADHD stuff for now, but we'll look into the dementia stuff later in the okay, series. Okay, sure. Hey, I, I mean, maybe, that's maybe we'll three. still be doing the pod in 20 years and then we're talking about, like, oh my God, wouldn't that be wonderful? Do you think Yes. Got, I mean, yes, it would. So yes. this cynicism, I'm now questioning you that in many ways the hunter is becoming the hunted. Um, yes. Not that I feel you're hunting me. Hunting me for content. Yes. <laughs> you're draining me. No, yes. A, 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 a unnecessary tangent. One of my favourite gags of all time is in Ice Age 3, Dawn of the Dinosaurs, where uh, Sid the Sloth has these two dinosaurs that he adopts and then he goes to get milk for them and goes to a cow and to get milk. And then you just cut to this. It's like a big yak thing because it's Ice Age. Right. Then you just cut to Sid being chased by a yak screaming, I thought you were a girl. <laughs> I think that's very funny. That's pretty funny. He's yanked on his knob. It's quite he trying it's to quite drain his knob in a kid's film. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. I mean, if you saw him tugging on a penis, that would be awful. But it's one for the parents. Yeah. One for the parents. Absolutely. Anyway, I roared with laughter, and I've <laughs> seen it about. I reckon I've seen it twenty-five times. Not out of choice. Anyway, what are we talking about? God, this is who can who can you. say this is a nightmare for you. Yes, we got onto. See, oh yeah, Let's the hunter has become the hunted. That's it, right? Normally yeah. you drain me. Now I'm draining you. I'm tugging on your your teat, if you will. My gratitude teat. Cynicism. So I've yes. often worked with cynical people. I don't think of you as that cynical. I think you. God, this really is becoming about you now, Jamie. This is weird, isn't it? But I think you you have a kind of jovial, uh, misanthropic character that you own. Yeah, it, which is great. I've never really thought of that. Do you know the first time I? Do you know when I first realised it was when we went camping? Did mm. you camp with us? I did. did. You actually stay there. I mean, um, it was I for did. my birthday in a, in the woods, and boy, you were not happy about that whole. You you were happy to be there and enjoy the birthday, but you did not like the camping element, did you? That was. I'm not a big camping that, fan. That was the first time I've I've never thought of you as cynical or you know. Kind of down, yeah, I mean, down, down on stuff. 
Let's think of it no. as practi- practical. I like to think practical. of myself as grounded, Camp- practical. Camping's I like, very practical, isn't it? I like science stuff. Like if, if somebody explains to me something, like, the whole idea of them being, explaining this gratitude, like a daily gratitude to me, and then yeah. saying, here's all of the research that shows you how these things do affect you. I was yeah, like, yeah. all right, I'll get on board with that. Like, well, this is one thing I think, you know, I was, I was talking to someone about the whole manifesting thing which I, I do not believe. I don't believe you can... I don't know. I don't know if there is a universe that listens. I like to think there is some kind of goddess figure. <laughs> I, like, I say mm-hmm. goddess because I'm very achingly woke. Yes. But, um, I, I like... But I think, what you know, a lot of people, and they're often... It sounds very derogatory, but they're often makeup people end up telling me about manifesting. <laughs> Because you talk okay. a lot with makeup people when you're on TV, and they often talk about manifesting, <laughs> and actors, to be fair, also often talk about. And it's the idea that you are, you know, you manifest the idea. I will. This podcast will be a huge success, and then it becomes a huge success. And I don't think that's true. In a, I think it's just because you make it happen, right? Because you, yeah. And I, but I also think I was talking to my a friend, a, a friend about this, and they were very who who interesting like you is they're like into meditation and stuff but it's very down on stuff like that you know so it's you know it's not a cut and dry thing is it but they were saying uh oh yeah i think it's bad because it's you know making people believe you know people should have practical steps to do a thing and otherwise it's just like wishing which i guess it is but then scientifically if people apparently if people are just positive keep on the sunny side of life you know they i mean i was about to say <laughs> obviously my friend was very like that and died early but generally it tends to be very good for your health do you know what i mean your life is generally better just mm. for being for not focusing on the negative yeah it's like belief you know it's yeah belief helps you achieve kind of that that gratitude if you, and yeah it's not manifesting but if you believe in something if you believe something's going to be a success then you will naturally work harder to to kind of make it happen because i mean you know just getting up in the morning is so difficult you know it so can if, be if, fun, actually, yeah. if you actually believe this thing is going to be a massive success then it could have knock-on effects that are you know grounded in science and practicality I've got another friend who really enjoys cleaning. We were with him on New Year's Eve and he cleans. It was his party at his house and he just cleans during the party. Right. Uh, but also laughs and jokes and drinks, but he's cleaning pretty much mm. throughout. It was a running joke for us all, you know, but he genuinely enjoys it, right? The thrill of just, I got all those books in order. Do you know what I mean? Or I put all right. those glasses away or whatever you know oh you didn't tell me he was advertising his book collection at the same time as well and he wasn't big, doing that it, it's not it's not actually that's wrong it's not kind of nerdy in that sense it's more like i wiped the table the table is now clean you know mm. and i think it's a control thing for him but it but just the enjoyment of having that and it's like god if, my- you can, if you can enter a chore with enjoyment oh my god life is so much better this is out of Mary Poppins, I think, isn't there? Spoonful know, of sugar. This. I was singing that the other day as well. <laughs> this is so many helpful thoughts. <laughs> so Let's I sing want, it together. So, so I've got two thought, things I want to ask you now. The hunter is the hunted. What? Okay. First of all, where did the cynicism come from? Where? How have you always been aware of it? This, this, this. The what was the word you used? Not cynical, skeptical, maybe. Yeah, and maybe. Secondly, my second question. 
is why was gratitude not there with you yes why why have you had to um because some people do are really grateful aren't they and i think i think that's where prayers come from and uh, god it sounds like i'm turning religious i'm not but i i think that's what praying is basically isn't it? people used to do their prayers at the end of the day you know it's that yeah way but anyway sorry so those two questions it's giving, it's, it's giving thanks isn't it you know prayer is is giving thanks yeah and i guess uh before meals you know um that's yeah also saying grace saying grace that's it yes yeah i find um, it awkward my father-in-law does it and it's it's i find it very nice but i also find it awkward because i i just go oh, i can't say amen because I hate yeah. that. See, I struggle. Shit. I struggle with that as well. Because I, I don't have faith to fall back on. I, I don't. Mm. I don't. I'm not a natural believer, mm. um, and so I, I think you need to find a higher power. But it's not necessarily, it's not necessarily a a god or a being. It yeah. could be, you know. I, I find it in people. I find, yeah. I find, I'm grateful for you know community and people and people talking to each other and helping each other out. Where the yes. cynicism came from, I don't know. Probably DNA. It's kind of. It feels like it's always been with me. Is your family um, quite cynical? Yeah, my, my my father is definitely like. I'm, I am my father's child in that respect. He is. He's a. It, it and it's a character. It, it's it's it's. I was going to say because I, I met your brother came to see my show, didn't he? And you were yeah. both. It was like a little bum 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 bum. The two of you. There's definitely a kind of like, but it's not like a kind of because some people I've I've worked with people and stuff who have that kind of eye rolly. You think that's good, do you? And that's horrible. No one wants that, do they? You know the sort of like, suppose you think blah blah blah. You know, like you know that kind of. <laughs> I sound yes, like I'm doing a Stuart Lee impression. I'm not specifically thinking of Stuart Lee, but um, and that's just sort of draining. Whereas you're yeah. more, uh, I don't know find it's the it's a humorous thing did your dad have a sense of humor about it yes it's a, it's just a very very dry sense of humor like a, yeah. an ironic kind of sense of humor i guess yes yeah. um but it's, it, yeah it's like that character in um what we do in the shadows it's the 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 energy vampire um okay i don't so think you're that you're not that no 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 oh i'm, not, the I'm other not claiming that myself no, no. good good but that's that's what those people that you were describing oh the other people yeah yeah. Like, yeah 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 they're more like I don't do it. To, I don't do it to try and bring other people down, and it feels like sometimes, sometimes no. people do do. It. Is there a sense? God, I feel like I'm going to therapy now. But is there is there a sense of protection with it? Do you think, Jamie? Is it a uh, yes, probably people? yeah. Okay, yes, keep people out so that yeah. you don't get hurt. That sort of thing. But it's funny how my response to you, and this is why I've asked you to do this, and why I've asked you to help in other things. I don't see you like that at all. Well, you know, I am actually a relentlessly positive person. I see yeah, the, I see no, the I see you as, everything. And a very can-do. When I gave you the Death of Anna manuscript, and I've worked with a few other people, or people had sort of helped with it, and they've all been great, but they haven't really... But you literally went away and went, do this, this, and this. And it was like, it was very positive. It was very much like, I believe... It was like you had found the little faith within it that we should believe in. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Faith is nice, and you'd kind of yeah. You, there was no sense of like yeah, it needs to be this or it needs you know. It's just yeah. I mean, it was already very good. To be fair, it was. It was excellent. It wasn't it a was. case of polishing a turd or anything. Not right. at all. Okay, so it's come from your family, and then what about its gratitude? What? So I said in my wonderful piece that you read, um, that 
I found it an alien word. That's how I got onto it, wasn't it? Because I found conviction an alien yeah. word. I find gratitude an alien word because I guess we grew up so like you just weren't grateful for stuff because nothing mattered, maybe. Yeah. Do you know well, what I mean? Because nothing was real or everything was kind of out to get you or wrong or do you know what I mean? Yeah. Everything. The a thing my family used to say a lot was, oh, I'm sure. And that was just to kind of like whenever you said, do you know what I mean? Like the example is like Indiana Jones, you know, the bit Tebler do where he falls off the dinghy. He's in the dinghy and he goes off the edge of the cliff. Yes. Oh, I'm sure, you know, but that obviously is a reasonable example. That's so it's not a great example, but then that would, I'm sure would get into just any, any attempt at kind of, believing in something or like weirdly they're supposedly a sort of religious family but you know anyway sorry i'm going off on that but that's that's where i think why i feel the gratitude thing i remember i did this trip to poland as part of my drama school thing and i remember the uh um uh tutor who was this guy who was quite a gruff kind of bloke also dead now that's three of them oh fuck oh come off it i, just, oh. I think I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna get off this podcast i think yeah mate uh, good luck to you. But um, yeah, he was like a kind of grim and gritty northern bloke, you know. And I remember him saying, uh, I was just going to get, oh, we, we had this like Poland, we, we studied in Poland for like a week. It was all really weird. I'll talk about experience another time, but kind of great, but weird. And we were at this big, you know, they did this sort of like group dinner thing. And I just like kept going back for more food, I think, or just it automatically went for it. And he just went, you're so selfish, Colin. So sel-. He was one of those people who, bless him, but like a lot of drama tutors, they've discovered a way to say a thing that really gets to the core of you and makes you feel awful. <laughs> mm. And they're not shy to say it. But he was like, you're just so selfish. And it really cut to me. And I know that's, uh, is that the same as gratitude? I suppose it's not. But I sort of see it in the same light. And genuinely, I like my wife always has always understood gratitude. She really does. And she's very grateful. And like with the way they handle like Christmas presents, for example, they slow they only have like a couple of Christmas presents, but good ones. And they sort of open them and wait a bit and all that, which drives you mad. But it's like proper say thank you for what you've got. Do you know what I mean? There's like anyway. Yeah, whereas when you're a kid, I, and I saw this fairly recently because my, my, my brother has, has two children, and as they were growing up and going through, you get through that early period where you sit back and look and think, oh, my goodness, you know, they've got sacks of stuff like, to open, and they open one and then immediately are looking for the next, right, what can I open next? And yeah. then there's just a sort of huge pile forming at the side of, you know, it's ridiculously privileged, obviously, but... Um, but you know they, they get all this stuff but there's no real kind of there's no time for gratitude because there's other stuff going on yeah i fucking hated christmas this year I, I actually liked the bit of christmas we had quite a lot of fun but just the the sheer i mean they finished school on the 15th and so it's just relentless yeah it was early. christmas and i i then afterwards had this moment where i was like the other day i was like two days ago and i just felt so down because it was like what was the point of all that yeah i don't think it's good for humans christmas it's a bad thing it's the opposite of what it's meant to be i think well i think that's why we fall into i cer- certainly this year went like an absolute shot for me and i think it was because it could have been last christmas 
on a replay. It's like we did exactly the same things, the exact same days, the exact same times, all right. of the same things, you know, at the same food, uh, and it's just gone straight away, uh, which is probably a good way to get through it. You know, there are people, there are people who have to work at these things. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I don't have a fan, I don't have a parent. I'm not a parent, uh, yeah. and I cannot imagine what it's like getting a number of children or one child or a cat through Christmas. <laughs> it's it's all right. It's not too bad. It goes quick as well. Before you know, it, it's over. You know, and it's just it's just that horrible feeling, and I can see it in them, where it's like, oh, is that it? Do you know what I mean? Because it's, yeah. I think any kind of, no matter what they've got. My son, bless him, went through... His emotions are so, like, clear and big. And there's no... Oh, I'm not saying there's no nuance. I'm not saying there's none of that. But he will just... He literally went, oh, this is great. And then he went... And then he went upstairs and he came down and I went, I hate Christmas. I haven't got anything I want. And then he started, went into this rant that ended it. And it's, he's kind of funny with it. And he knows he's funny. He was like, I don't know who any of you are. He starts... I was like, okay... <laughs> He's like, I don't, I don't know what this house is. I don't like it. I don't want it. And then like about an hour later, he's like, I actually really like my presence. So it was very, I could, he's very easy to see his roots. Do you know what I mean? My daughter's much more different. Last night she woke up in the night because she thinks we let her choose a couple of presents and she like couldn't sleep quite late because she thought she should have got a different real little, real little is like these little bags with, notebooks in them okay. <laughs> she literally couldn't they're worth they're like five pounds and <laughs> she couldn't she'd chosen one and she was like i think i chose the wrong one i just can't sleep i can't sleep <laughs> and then you realize how important they are to them i suppose so there is a gratitude there i think my kids are very pretty grateful to be honest i think we've done all right but i just yeah literally it didn't and when i say i didn't understand it i mean like i couldn't feel it you know like you can feel and i don't know where this is neurodiverse or not Maybe this is a bigger conversation about feeling emotions. I mean, some quite a few, and I think I'm I'm one of them. But quite a few autistic people I've spoke to don't really recognise anger, or it's quite hard. Even if they are angry, and you've seen them be angry, they deny ever being angry or can't feel it. And I I feel the same actually. I very really rarely feel anger. I wouldn't be able. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like when you can't point to it. And gratitude is like that. I mean, I don't know what the smiley face for gratitude would be, but um, I like people talk, and you know, there's always that thing. But you just say, don't you? Oh, be grateful. You know, just could be. Oh, be more grateful. You should be grateful. And you're like, I don't know what that means. Mm. <laughs> I don't know whether it yeah. is my upbringing or whether it is neurodiversity or what. But I literally can't. Can you feel it? I think I can now. I did have one moment where I suddenly felt, and it was quite a religious moment of like feeling light and full of this. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, that is amazing that we have trees and the sky and there are people who are my friends. Sorry. Let me answer the question. Can I, I, you feel I think there are, mo yeah, there are moments where there are moments where it's like, oh my goodness. Um, yeah. We're very lucky. We live, we live by the sea. And I yeah. think I find that you do get that moment quite a lot when you look at the sea and just think, so weird, isn't it? All of this is here. All of these, all of these things, this, this planet is weird, isn't it? What, the, what are we doing here? And we're very lucky to be here. Um, and yeah. I, I, fi I find definitely looking at nature sometimes. Um, you just think, wow, 
yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty special. Um, but then you get sucked back into, you know, the, the daily grind of, you know, doing stuff, um, earning money, putting fuel inside you, that sort of thing. And, yeah. and you kind of, you can forget that for a long time. So I think it is important to kind of have, have a set routine, have a routine that reminds you to do those things. I guess um, there's a thing where you can go, even that's amazing. So like eating, there's, yeah. I did, the, I did the Noom thing, not to try and advertise it. Uh, it's quite pricey, but it was good. I got to say, like I have lost quite a bit of weight over the last couple of years and I just got into exercise and stuff and it did help kickstart that. But one of the things they talked about was just when you eat, just enjoy the food. Like mm. I'd be grateful. Do you know what I mean? Not, it's, I don't know as much gratitude, but just experience that, you know, whatever it is going. And that's why like processed food and things like sweets and stuff, you don't, you just like, ah, shovel them in, you know? Yeah. Like, carrot. And like really enjoy that bit of carrot. God, I've thought about that recently. Now, but, you know. I've thought about that recently because um, I recently tried to go gluten free to see if it would make a difference because I've always had a nervous stomach, uh, and I wondered if it was something that was causing it. And it seemed to be wheat. Um, Sorry, so did you say wait, you, wait. you have another stomach? <laughs> a nervous stomach. <laughs> Although you know, maybe there's another one. Like... I don't know. All right, right, yep, yep. And I was like, what? He's got another stomach. I was you like, know, is, that, these, is that like a euphemism for something really I'm awful? one of these double-stomached per, per people, you know, half man, half cow type oh, that'd be, uh, situation. That'd be much less cool Doctor Who, wouldn't it? Because he's got two stomachs, which is like, ugh. <laughs> but I, I found the one of the things is like faffing around, trying to find things without wheat in, because all of a sudden oh, you notice yeah. it's in everything. No, I've, um, got, I've stopped that as well because of... Yeah, tummy going a bit oop. Yeah. And particularly breakfast, I find difficult. So I, being very cynical about it and always being again it, I started, I bought some Huel. You know, this sort of powder yeah. milkshake yeah. that is basically yeah. a complete food. And again, with the science, like if you can actually point at a graph and say, here's you getting all of the things that you need. But yeah. it does, it, my, my main objection has always been like, it must just take the joy out of, out of food which food. should be a, a pleasurable yeah, experience i think it does i've tried that as a thing it, do you know what one thing i did do god we're just now becoming those guys talking about huel but one thing i did do was uh have like a protein a vegan protein shake as a meal substitute and that's quite good mm. and then but yeah. what it does do is if you just go okay that's lunch and then you okay that's lunch everybody and then you um then you really enjoy dinner <laughs> Yes. Makes dinner into more of a thing because lunch was just like a dang. Yeah, I've basically just replaced breakfast with it, but it's 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 kind of. I think you need a balance to it, don't you? Um, God, one of the things that I did. One of the things yeah. I did find out though was that they call their customers hooligans, and that oh. really, yeah, that really put me off. Um, I'm I not having that. It's definitely considered in that kind of bracket with like Elon Musk and Andrew Tate type people, isn't it? But I don't yeah. think it has to be. It's like stoicism. Stoicism's wonderful, but that's been sort of taken by a lot of those fuckers, hasn't it? <laughs> but uh, and Huel, don't take Huel from us. No, please leave us our Huel. Um, yeah, I suspect you'll do it a couple of times and then can't be bothered. It's a, I, I did a subscription because you save like you know 50 oh, okay. a, a thing yeah so obviously i've now got it like piled up in sacks uh in the right. kitchen because oh, i just yummy. haven't yummy, haven't yummy. really been eating it so uh yeah i'm getting a but it is it. if you forget you just yeah it's it's the processed food thing it's like and these things are really like just to bring it back to neurodiversity i think 
you know, one tendency which I have and other neurodiverse people I know have is to just eat the same, just like have bran flakes, for example, or like Weetabix for every meal. And it's quite hard to get off those things, you know. And the thing is, when you start taking things away like wheat, you really are like, what what do I eat? I don't know what to eat. And then you just don't eat sometimes. Anyway, ah, it's become about eating. Well, let's end it. Let's just end it, Jamie. No, no, that was yes. a lovely first I mean, episode back. I really enjoyed that lovely chat. Unless there's anything, was there anything, any other points or observations you had? I was just going to say, I think that, I think that is off. relevant because it's 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 a balancing act, isn't it? Life and uh, you know, there's there's a mixture of existing and living, and uh, you have to kind of tick both things. You have to stop and smell the roses, but at the same time, you have got to get on with things. Um, and yeah, as you say, like for ADHD, do you purposes, have to get on probably, though? Well, you Do have you to have just to kind of keep going, uh, I think, until... But until is that the same as getting on? You see, my 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 mum's always been, oh, got to get on, got to get on, I'm getting on. <laughs> she literally just says it to everyone, I'm getting on. You're like, okay, <laughs> good luck with that. As, but I don't as think... In, as in getting on with tasks, is that? Yeah, but then often doesn't do those things. No. <laughs> you know, I spoke to, uh, I did a little thing um, with someone uh, uh, who's ADHD, and they said... This is just one last little tip right at the end. But they said, "What? rather than go, right, I've got to do that thing and then that thing and then that thing. Here's a big list of the 10 things I've got to do today. Just do see where your brain is at. And if you want to read a book or watch a movie, go and do that. And mm. then wait till the point you're ready to do the other thing. And you yeah. take, I think the idea is you take the energy of the joy or the feeling of like, oh, I feel really good watching, you know, that program. I'm going to write, you know, into the task rather yeah. than this getting on. Because like with my mum, what I've observed is that she just sits there saying, I've got to get on. <laughs> She's just clearly stressed and unhappy because <laughs> I've got to get on. I've got to do, yeah. I've got to do something. I'm alive, so I have to keep doing things. She often says that she says like, oh, you, I've got to keep doing things, <laughs> which I think she sort of means as in keep herself, you know, body moving and stuff, which is true. But like, yeah, you could you could do that in, with enjoyment, couldn't you? You could like, <laughs> it doesn't have to be like, anyway. We've got to get on. We have got to get, get on, on, mate. We've got, got to get, get on. on. Lo- lovely chat. I enjoyed that a lot. Should we end quickly with uh, three grateful things? Oh, do you know? Is that a bit too thing. revealing? That's the, too the revealing, worst, isn't it? Well, the worst <gasps> thing is, the, the, thing, the awful thing that it revealed is that I find it incredibly difficult to actually... Yeah. To actually kind of come out with things because I start I find myself worrying about you know what what else is attached to it. So um, listeners, it'd be interesting, especially patrons on the community of which no one has put anything yet, but maybe someone will soon. Jamie's going to take over the Patreon, aren't you, Jamie? And then I am apparently might actually happen. Yeah. Um, but maybe if you could send us some things you're grateful for, that'd be nice. I'd like to read some of those things. I would say, well, first of all, whoever, and I think it was a few people but created Transformers. This is, I bought this the other day for myself. It's Warpath. He was the first Transformer I owned back in the day. My brother bought him from Diddyland in, uh, on top Diddyland. of the top. Thinking of doing some videos of um, Lem Parker, my old Nottingham character, reviewing yeah. Transformer figures. I think that That's could be a great fun. idea. You know, yeah. like those YouTube videos where they uh, go through their collections that. Yeah, people watch people watch unboxing videos. I don't see why you. But it will be him just going uh, talking as much. See how long I can talk about Warpath. 
So I'm grateful for Transformers. I genuinely am. They gave me a lot of joy. Uh, grateful for my friends. Uh, Rich. Grateful for Rich, of course. And what's one other thing? You can't just say the same thing over and over again, can you? Um, no, and you don't want to do a hacky thing like say, I'm grateful for my Patreons, and you want to like and subscribe. Oh, I'm grateful God, no. for five There's not enough. Years. There's not enough. How can I be grateful? And I'm grateful for my new muscles. Oh, Jamie, if you could reach through the screen and squeeze these bad boys. I would have I would have done it by now. They're gargantuan. Oh, you don't get a Spartan badge I'm from like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Probably more like his son, Patrick Schwarzenegger. Have you seen him? I haven't. It's quite weird. He's in Gen V, which is the spin-off from The Boys, which is fun. I think you'd enjoy it. I think it's your sense of humour. But he's... Um, yeah, it's very weird because he looks like a young man and then every now and again he just looks exactly like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> there you go. All right, well... There's a little message at the end telling you to do all that stuff I already told you to and thanking everyone for their help. But right now, it's time to say goodbye, Jamie. How would you like to say goodbye? Or oh, do you want to say your three grateful things? Or is that putting you on the spot too much? I was just going to say breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Breakfast, uh, lunch, and dinner. But obviously, that's yeah. one will be replaced by a... By a Huel. Breakfast, lunch, breakfast dinner, and Huel. Huel. Yes. <laughs> what if it, in a future world where lunch is just called Huel... It's sort of telling me about a, a future book where movies are just called Disney's. <laughs> thought was called, uh, everyone just calls it Disney's. Um, but yeah, lunch is just called Huel's. It's just Soylent Green from here on in. And uh, <laughs> The thing is, all it is is like peanut butter and milk. <laughs> it's like, it's literally that. It's pea protein. It's, 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 it's pea all protein. peas. But like, yeah. can't you just eat some peas? Sorry, yeah. I'm, now I'm being the cynic. Now I'm being... <laughs> iron-hearted cynic lovely right well I'll, I'll see you next time jamie i'm gonna start recording now bang thank you for listening to into the neuroverse with me colin holt you can find me on twitter at colin holt on instagram at colin holt comedy you can support the podcast if you like it and want to keep it going money is the best way to keep things going go to patreon.com slash Colin Holt and you can pay me anything up to one billion pounds a week and I will happily take it. Any more than that is just greedy. A big thank you to at Eyes on Legs who did the music for this. So find him on Twitter and so on if you want to get him to do music for you. At Ed Shots who did the original photograph Thanks for listening. Thanks for all your support. And please do uh, rate, subscribe, review and like wherever you can. And I'll keep doing this as long as anyone's interested. That could include myself. I do lose interest very quickly. Also, make sure you check out my website, IamColinHolt.com, for all the latest news. Contact United Agents if you want to book me for any gigs or acting work or dancing work. I'm actually a very good dancer or anything like that. Or if you want to contact me direct, it's ColinHoltComedy at gmail.com. Thank you. Bye. Hold up. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.